These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The fight against illegal drugs and contraband entering maximum security prisons such as Cessnock Jail was set to take a major step up. The state government announced they are spending $15 million to install body scanning technology in 23 prisons across the state. Legislation currently allows inmates to be scanned as they arrive and leave visitor areas. The government wants to extend the scanning rules to include visitors. Corrections Minister Anthony Roberts said contraband undermines prison security, as well as the health and welfare of staff and inmates. Hunter residents are set to receive slashed water bills thanks to a decision handed down by the Independent Pricing and Regulatory Tribunal on Tuesday. The annual water bill for a typical Hunter household will see a drop of around $48 from July 1st, with a large factor being lower interest rates. IPART Chair Dr Paul Patterson said investment by Hunter Water has increased by almost two-thirds from the previous four years, allowing for the further decrease in costs. Disgraced former Swansea MP Milton Orkopoulos faced Newcastle local court on Tuesday via video link following his arrest on fresh sexual assault charges. The 62-year-old was already behind bars after allegedly breaching his parole on two occasions. He was hit with a further 15 charges relating to the alleged sexual and indecent assault of two teenage boys at Lake Macquarie and the Mid-North Coast during the 1990s. Superintendent Denny Sullivan said the alleged victims had shown great courage in coming forward. Plans by Telstra to erect a 31-metre mobile phone tower in New Lambton was debated during a public voice session at Newcastle Council on Tuesday night. Council received 264 submissions from residents opposing the tower in Regent Street, saying it will be an eyesore and electromagnetic emissions would pose a risk to the community. The proposed tower would significantly improve mobile phone coverage in the area, replacing an existing base station. A report to Council said proposed emissions would be 96% below the current Australian standard. Telstra said there are no other suitable sites for the tower in New Lambton. Jetstar resumed flights into and out of Newcastle Airport on Wednesday afternoon. The airline had been grounded for months due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Jetstar previously announced it would resume flights out of Williamtown from June 26, but brought the date forward due to demand. Upper Hunter MP Michael Johnson was in hot water over a controversial Black Lives Matter post on social media, which said, I wonder how many New South Wales Black Lives Matter protesters also protested in favour of full-term abortion. The irony. The post had generated more than 700 comments, with people expressing their shock and outrage at the MP and some support. Maitland MP Jenny Asianson said the comment was disgraceful and was calling for Michael Johnson to be sacked. The MP defended his statement by saying we can't choose which human life is more important than another, and referenced his life as an adopted child. Police charged a man with murder after his arrest outside Cessnock Courthouse moments before he was due to appear on theft charges. 34-year-old Joshua Smith was accused of driving his Nissan Patrol into the backyard of the home of 36-year-old Ewan Sams in September 2018 and running him down. Despite the efforts of paramedics, Mr Sams died at the scene. At the time, the accused claimed it was an accident. Police alleged the men were dating the same woman and Smith used his four-wheel drive to kill Mr Sams out of jealousy. A man sustained multiple traumatic injuries following a serious crash at a Wobba on Thursday morning. Just before 8.30, emergency services were called to the scene on Wilton Road with reports a 26-year-old man was trapped in his vehicle. He was flown to John Hunter Hospital in a serious but stable condition with suspected head, leg and abdominal injuries. Newcastle Council announced it will spend a record $116 million on Capital Works next financial year. This includes $14.2 million on CBD and suburban town centre renewals. 
The Capital Works program includes $34 million for projects added since the budget was placed on public exhibition in March. It's hoped the University of Newcastle will benefit from announcement by Federal Education Minister Dan Tian on Friday to dramatically increase the number of places at universities across the country. 39,000 new places will be offered to domestic students with the Morrison government to spend $550 million to help cut the cost of degrees by between 20 and 60% for the most job-relevant courses. It means degrees in areas like maths, science, health, agricultural, teaching and nursing will become cheaper as the government looks to get more job-ready university-qualified graduates into the workforce. However, it's expected the cost of a humanities degree will double. New figures show the Hunter's job market had been one of the most resilient in the country during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Bureau of Statistics showed Newcastle lost 4.8% of its jobs between March 16 and May 30th, while the Hunter lost 4.7% for the same period. The overall job loss in New South Wales was 7%, while the national figure was 7.5%. And in sport, Newcastle Knights coach Adam O'Brien was pleased with twin brothers Daniel and Jacob Safiti in Thursday night's 27-6 victory over the Brisbane Broncos. Both brothers played outstandingly with Daniel scoring a try four minutes into the second half and running 226 metres from 20 charges. O'Brien says the two are in peak physical condition. Newcastle Jets veteran goalkeeper Glenn Moss abandoned plans to finish the remainder of the team's season after announcing his immediate retirement. The 37-year-old said it was the best decision for his family who have settled back into Sydney. Striker Kane Shepherd also announced he's parting with the Jets before the final four games to pursue other opportunities.